Hey, everybody, I'm back. I'm back to my Friday rotation, and I was on the struggle bus today to even get this episode recorded. It's been a week, y'all. I don't think I've been this overwhelmed and emotionally exhausted since the beginning of the school year. And I've talked in previous episodes about work-life balance, and uh, I am just at my capacity with things. But today, I want to chat about how we... Millennial mommies and daddies are different parents than our parents and even more different than our grandparents. So just how do we stack up? Stick around to find out. So when I originally planned to do this episode, I wanted to do an an interview with my grandparents, my mom, and so on and so forth, but like life actually happens. So I did a little bit more research kind of on the way that generations unfold. And it's really interesting to me because at one point I was able to interface with my great grandmother and my grandmother and my mom all in one setting to kind of talk about how everyone was raised and how things were different. And I, my grandmother fits into a weird place um, because her mother actually was a working mother, um, had six children, but had to go to work because her husband died early um, in their marriage. By early in their marriage, I mean early probably in her state as a mom. So as I discuss today, kind of as I'm unrolling and kind of unpacking the way that generations deal, I think that I have an interesting perspective because I come from a line of incredibly strong women and I don't think that I would be the type of person that I am if some of the women in my family didn't break the mold in these generational understandings and generational perceptions of parenthood and motherhood. So When I talk today, I'm going to kind of reflect a little bit on that, but mostly I want to kind of go over just kind of where we millennial moms are rooted and how that has unfolded and made us a really interesting person, an interesting part of kind of the motherhood journey. So I know that my grandparents or most grandparents of ours were raised in an incredibly traditional home, one where mom stayed home, dad worked, children for the most part were seen and not heard. And this is our grandparents' generation. Dad was the family breadwinner, but mom was the housewife. Um, Children were sent off to play on their own in a world that was generally Gentile safe. They went out and they played together. They experienced childhood and from a very organic perspective. But then our parents, as a result of that kind of, not freewielding, but the children in the 1950s, 1940s were kind of able to process their own childhood. But our parents were raised in a world that seemed to be completely thrust into this state of constant flux. Um, My mom was born in the mid 60s, but was obviously grown up and raised in the 70s. So that brought a huge change in the way that the traditional family unit was structured. There was an increase in divorce, which led to an increase in the number of working parents specifically in the amount of mothers who worked. Um, My mom was raised with a working mother. Her parents divorced when she was younger. And as a result, um, her mom worked as a nurse. This is where the latchkey kid came in. So these kids in the 1970s were often more responsible for their own needs than their own parents had been. So being raised by that generation, it makes us an incredibly strange bird. We as millennial parents were raised by parents who were also working. Both mom and dad worked in our in our generation. I know my mom worked full-time as a parent. My dad worked full-time. But we also were and are 
a group of individuals who had an incredibly changing world and act and access to that rapidly changing world. Even while our parents were working, they were these helicopter parents. Um, I know my parents were always involved with what we were doing. My mom was always taking us to sports, always um, participating as much as she absolutely could, making sure we were safe and involved in, in anything and everything. I swam as a little kid. I played softball as a little kid. I played soccer. There were four of us being raised in our home, and we were always involved in everything. And I honestly know that from my mom's perspective, that was so that we couldn't get into the trouble that she had been getting into when she was younger. She did things that I never would have imagined. You know, hearing her stories as an adult just makes me understand so much more about why my mom raising us in the 90s and the early 2000s, she was so involved because I think that deep down she was really terrified (laughs) that we um, would get into things that she got into. So most of us as millennial parents have this weird dichotomy of remembering a time before the internet and then a time after the internet, a time before Facebook, after Facebook. So as parents, where we can classify our grandparents as super traditional, our parents as kind of a little bit more laid back, but really worried about whether or not we would be getting enough access to all of those things to make us successful, it makes us super hard to classify. We are not all lawnmower parents who bulldoze through our kids' problems, nor are we all those permissive parents who make excuses for our kids, dote on our kids, give our kids whatever we want. So what does that mean for us? What does it mean today to be a millennial parent? Stick around, find out. So as millennials, we kind of fit into this weird gap where we began our careers shortly after the stock and housing market crashed in 2008. Um, I graduated college in 2010, and so we're very peculiar in the fact that we're the first generation in United States history, and I did some research on this, um, to have less wealth than our parents. That's a result of having more personal loan debt. For me, it's been since uh, because of student loans from school, as well as um, just kind of understanding that there are things that I want beyond becoming a mom, which led to me and my husband and I think many other millennials to delaying parenthood. Um, That means we're older than our parents were when they had us. My mom was 23 when she had me. And I think that my being 27 when I heard my first child means that I was a little bit more thoughtful about the scope of my parenting. That me, to me, that means it gave me a lot more world experience to pull from, from when parenting my children. That's not to say that my mom didn't have life experience, but I have experienced more in the scope of kind of pushing outside of my normal roles and responsibilities and boundaries than I think the generations before us have either been willing to do or been capable of doing. So I think that as millennial parents, we're the best of all three of those worlds. We want to be more involved than we are told and may have seen our great-grandparents be with our own grandparents. But we also want to be less in hovering than some of our own parents were. 
we are in many ways, if not a lot of ways, a product of our access to technology and our access to the world. We want to be an average of all of those things. I know that I have tried very hard to balance that crunchiness, um, that I really want my kids to have organic things. I want my kids to have non-toxic things. I wanted to baby wear. I wanted to breastfeed in public. I wanted to make sure that I gave my kids the most authentic um, crunchiness. I guess that's like the new term, right? Um, Start of the world. But I also wanted to make sure, and I still do, I want to balance that with the grittiness that my parents instilled in me. I want our kids to still be able to shake it off, rub some dirt in it, move on without dwelling on all of those really minor things that I think sometimes we get over involved in as millennials. Um, we want to be protective of our kids because we know sometimes all that's out there uh, because of our access to technology, but we want to encourage them to use that access to technology to connect with different cultures, to connect with different spaces than the ones that we may be raising our kids in today. So I think that, you know, as an older parent, and I'm 20, I was 27 when I had my first kid. I'm 33 now. I'm not really an older parent by those means. But I think that because I've seen and felt like what it is to be less mom and more me, I think that understanding of life extends beyond my own children. And that's a luxury that I was a, that it was afforded to me as a millennial mom, that my mom, my grandmother, and certainly my great-grandmother may not have had access to. But while that is an incredible luxury, there's an intense amount of mom guilt attached to it. I want to pursue these passions in my life, but they literally don't pay. I can't afford to leave my study job as a teacher to do this podcast full time, to speak full time. And I know that that's something that I want to continue investing in and doing and investigating, but... I'm always limited by um, my understanding of finances and how I still have these student loan debts to pay and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of guilt, I think, attached to our understanding as millennial moms. Like we have all of these things that we're passionate about, but we have all these limitations too, just simply because of, you know, when we entered into the quote unquote parenthood um, that we currently live in. So I know these passions are super valid and I want my kids to see me pursue those passions. And that's where the mom guilt kind of flies out the window is I want them to know that their own passions, even if they don't pay, are valid and valued. And that's terrifying to me because I think that we put a lot of expectation on our children to be successful, make the money, do the things, but our world is kind of in a lot of ways set up to contradict that. And our world in a lot of ways is kind of scary. So I've got a lot of fears that I'd like to talk about next. Find out what scares me being a millennial parent. So one of the things that makes me, I think, a very interesting millennial parent is I'm also involved in education. So I've been not necessarily at the forefront, but I've been a caretaker and a grower of young people, I think, much longer than I've been a mom. 
Um, I've been in education. This is my 10th year, but I um, am only been a mom for five years. So I see the way that education and educational mindset is shifting for our kids. And I worry that my sons are going to be pushed towards college when really they're better suited for a trade or something that they're passionate about. So the really weird thing though, is as a mom of a five-year-old and a two-year-old, I'm wondering why that even matters. I mean, they're five and two, so why at this stage does it matter? But it does, and it's a huge focus um, in education to have that question earlier and earlier. They've both come home, five and two, um, with projects where their teachers or caregivers at daycare have asked them what they want to be when they grow up. And on one hand, I'm encouraged that those conversations are starting to craft those thoughts um, at such a young age. But on the other hand, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do with my career and with my life. And I struggle to see how at five and two or even 12 and 13 or even 18 and 19 that that can be something concrete. Um, But we are pushing earlier and earlier for our young people to figure out, quote unquote, what they want to do with their life in a lot of my high school career was pushed towards college and I just see that continuing to be a trend in education where we're pushing our kids towards college when in reality many of our children are better suited or best suited to a world of trade and investing in ideas and belief systems that aren't college-based. So that's one of my biggest fears is that our college systems are still kind of being pushed and pushed on our kids at younger and younger ages, um, which makes me worry for the financial stability of my life and and the kids as they grow up. Um, Money is always something that we're mindful of teaching our boys. We just had a conversation recently with our oldest about doing chores to earn money to purchase things because we have incredible student loan debt, but we also manage to live fairly well. We don't want to make money a concern for our boys, but we know he needs to be aware of money and how money is spent. So and that comes, I too think, too, um, from the, duet, the, dupli- the the differences between my husband and I. Um, my parents never wanted me to worry about money, so we didn't really talk about it. It was there. Um, I got a car when I turned 15. I had to pay for the insurance. But we didn't really talk about how money was spent or um, how their money was divided and, and spent and so on and so forth. So this ultimately has led to me having less than invested understanding in a monthly budget and I'm sure that annoys the crap out of my husband because he was on the other end of that. He was the product and is the product of a single mother who worked her butt off to make sure that her son had the things that he needs and needed. She worked very hard and did a very good job at that, but he always knew that there wasn't an abundance of money. So he's hyper vigilant about our finances. So I struggle to balance that understanding being a millennial mom who came from the two-parent household. And I know that projecting in the future, my children are going to need to be very aware of money because it is going to be something that they're going to need if they pursue college. And it is going to be um, debt that they will accrue. So while those are two things, I worry about my my son's kind of pro- future in regards to their careers and then also their finances. But the one thing that terrifies me most as a mom is bullying in social media. As a middle and high school educator, I see how quickly social media and bullying can have on kids. 
it's never ending. It never stops. And I, I know as a millennial parent, bullying wasn't invented with Snapchat and Facebook, but it did embolden the bullies and give them constant access to one another. We might have had rough days in school, but when the day was over, we left. We went home. We didn't go online to have the harassment continue. We could hole up in our bedroom and hunker down until the next day. We could bury ourselves in a book. We had the distance to decompress. But these kids we're raising don't and won't. And this is incredibly scary to me. It's become nearly an obsession for me to raise a kind kid in ways I don't think my parents even considered. They wanted me to be nice, I know that, but they didn't have social media hanging over them like we do as parents. So it makes me wonder sometimes how we're going to transition this next generation into parents and into adults. What will their worries be? What will their next frontier, what will they be challenged with? So while we contemplate what the next frontier will be, I know that if you're a millennial parent listening, you're probably overscheduled, overwhelmed, part of a family who is invested in their kids. I'm almost certain that you too struggle with mom guilt. I'm almost certain you struggle with student loan debt, mortgage payments, astronomical childcare costs, gas prices. I'm incredibly certain, though, more than anything, that you want to put your kids first and prepare them for a life that is amazing. Anything that they want. I'm incredibly certain that you want to put them in sports, music lessons, drive them to the best museums, involve them in the most interesting things, anything that will put them on the path to success. But that's the interesting thing. That's what every parent wants. That's what our parents wanted. That's what their parents wanted. That's what our kids will want for their own kids someday far down the road. So I guess when you boil it all down, regardless of whether or not you're a boomer, a Gen Xer, or a millennial, we all want our kids to have the best lives possible. We all want everything that maybe we didn't have or that we did have. So thanks for listening today. I want to hear from you. Are you a millennial parent or are you a rogue boomer or Gen Xer? How do you fit this mold? Do you fit the stereotypical parent definition for your your uh, generation or do you break the mold head over to my instagram send me a dm my handle is confessions of a mom all one word and especially if you've enjoyed today's episode guys please comment give me a couple likes subscribe so you never miss an episode because next week we're getting witchy again we are going to talk about how i'm involving my kids in this witchy lifestyle in this understanding of the earth and cycles and i am super excited to bring that to you so check in next week around this time and i can't wait to hear from you bye guys